Yo, what is, what is happening here? Hang on. Is she, me, this, is yo, she getting a pedicure? What is happening right now? It looks like she might be getting a pedicure. Yo, T- TK. I'm at I'm at my family's house. We're gonna go to dinner in a sec. What oh, what do you okay. what do you what, are you in the royal kingdom of Zamunda? She's looking fresh, like, where she's are looking you? Fresh. Everything around Trista is gold. It looks like she's sitting in a throne. I wish. No, yeah. I'm I'm at the uh I'm I'm in the living room of uh, the house that I just got to, and then we're gonna go to dinner, and then we're gonna go and see. Uh, an improv show, so it's gonna be great. I, I can't yeah. lie, you you look pretty fly right now. This this Thank feels you. like you a big time. this feels like Thank a twenty eight minute thirst trap. <laughs> like, like like Tristan Tristan's looking fly right now with the with the with the with the lock necklace on yeah, and, yeah, and the in yeah. the in yeah, the low she, cut. She, she doing yeah. that. She doing yeah. that with the neck. I like the. She got the choker, but then she yeah. got the other one that kind of hangs a little bit. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Clavicle, clavicles out. Clavicle. <laughs> clavicles out. What's up, homie? What's up, guys? What you guys been doing talking about today? Talking about how great De'Aaron Fox is. Yeah, he's so good. He's sick. Why he's we, so good. we we were talking about this earlier, and you know, Trista, Trista, day one, she she with us, she family. So this doesn't go to to Trista Crick because she she's doing God's work out here, but she is quote unquote national media She's and maybe yes. she can talk about you know the rest of her her peers why does national media not show the the kings deer fox specifically and demonte sabonis the love we feel they deserve one i think 65 percent of the national media lives on the east coast and they have to go to sleep at some point they need to right? be called out they need we need to have some re shifting of of the powers i know that if i was to do nba specifically i'd move out to the west coast because it's hard Mm -hmm. and and thankfully i already do an evening show and although i don't particularly love the schedule and the sleep schedule that i'm on it does help me feel comfortable being like all right well i'll just watch this king's game or this lakers game and stay up till 1 30 get these tweets off crack these jokes and then sleep in till 10 and not feel like a bum. Like, I, I legitimately sleep in till 9.30 to 10.30, sometimes even 11 a.m. Mm. Because why? Because I was in bed at 2 a.m. still scrolling, still talking about the beam, still mm. talking to y'all, getting into the chatter. And if you had Didn't a answer the job, FaceTime call, though. <laughs> yes. Had had a flight the next day. That's uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I, was say, I thought she was probably jumping off of a flaming table. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened. That yeah. With a hot wing or something in her hand. In Exa- exactly. Exactly. So I was like trying to figure that out. No. So if I had a show at 9 a.m. where I had to be on ESPN daily at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you get enough of these West Coast games and you're like, you know, I think I got a pretty good handle on what what's happening <laughs> in Sacramento. They're pretty good. That's but, all I'll say. But two things. Number one, not you. I'm speaking about like if you were this facetious person. You yeah. don't have a good handle on what's going on. No. You're you're wrong. And then number two, yeah. you do it. Like you stay up, you get the job done. Why can't Joe Blow on the other? Why can't he do it? Tristan does it. Because I work at seven. My show starts at seven p.m. My show doesn't start at nine a.m. There's people that ain't got no shows. Yeah, no, you're. (laughs) They don't have no show, and they still don't know what's going on. Yeah, they have. I don't know why. I think it it has to do with sleep. I think that's the number one reason. And I think it's really hard 
could change. I was actually talking to Spike Eskin, uh, the program director for the fan two days ago. And this came up, but I think it holds true in this conversation too, which is it's just really hard to change your brand once people get it set of what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And the brand for some teams, you know, the Kings being one is kind of that lazy take that my co-host gave that I burned him up for prior to the season starting mm. where, you know, the Kings have a reputation of being this way and that you shouldn't trust that they will ever do anything of no or of excellence or even mediocrity. And so, you know what, we can just ignore them. Mm. Doesn't matter what pieces they have. Of course, the decisions that they make trading, uh, uh, trading Tyrese Halliburton, of course, we'll just immediately say it was a bad deal for the Kings. Why? Because it's the Kings. That's why. And so when you have a, a standard or a lack thereof that has been set across the board for a certain period of time, and this is the Kings brand for the last 15, 20 years or whatever it's been, then you can just go on your way and mostly you'll be right. And now you are looking like an idiot because things have changed and you haven't spent any time figuring out what this new brand is. Mm. I have really good news for them, though. It, it, but once this technology catches up with the rest of the world, like <laughs> like Trista's, you know, uh, uh, cohorts in the national media, like they'll be better off. Like because Kenny and I had a meeting last night that went like six hours. Mm. We did not see the Sacramento Kings play live. We didn't see the Lakers and the Warriors play live. But because I have this like advanced technology, <laughs> I was able to watch the game in the midst of this rain and windstorm when I couldn't sleep. I woke up at 3 a.m. and just watched the Kings play basketball. I was yeah. up so damn early, I was able to watch the Lakers destroy our dubs last night. Our dubs are in trouble. And yeah, so I, I, I was going to get to that. But once that technology catches up with, yeah. with, with, the, with the national media, it's, they'll be in good shape. It's still be, being worked out. The Kings are still being worked it's, out, it's, I guess. It's new. It's yeah. brand. It's pretty much exclusive to, like, the three of us. Like, no one yeah. else has this, this watch no live television later. They don't know about that stuff. Condensed games, DVR, whatever. No. YouTube ain't got to over, the uh, ain't got to the East Coast yet. You know yet. they have like ten not minute yet. games on there. No. If you can watch yeah. a game in ten minutes, no. I don't think yet. you can get much from that. But if if that's like if you watch a lot of games, the condensed fills in like the every fourth game that you miss, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't just live off of condensed games. Condensed games are like potato chips. They are like you can have potato <laughs> chips if you're real Those- hungry. And you're sick and you normally have like a good diet like Damien or you, you know, you eat broccoli and greens and then you eat the bag of chips. But you can't subsist off of chips. No, you're right. I love that you said broccoli and greens like I'm eating both of them, like broccoli (laughs) and greens. Now, I think they all got the all these people that be talking about the NBA. They're not watching it. uh, They got the, the league pass. So with the league pass, you get the all possessions recap. That's only 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I don't I don't actually know if these people love the game as much as us, right? And I now can't get to speak, the crux of it. Yeah, I can't speak to it, but I think the league is as exciting as it's been in a long time, whether that's whether you can say anything, oh we got problems over here, it's disgusting. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, no. so Vic, got, stop it! We got a dog in the mix here. She's got a fresh haircut and she's feeling real spicy. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I think that the league is as exciting as it's been a long time. Like I was talking to uh, Michael Scotto today at two. We had an interview, and I said, "Man, the OKC Thunder right now are such an intriguing team. The Kings, such an intriguing, fun, exciting." 
high offense, like bucket getters, like fun flow. Like if you if you don't take the time out, then you're just not really you don't really love the purest part of the game. Like I go to summer league and I'm there all day. Mm. Like I'm there as soon as I can and I'm there until dinner, right? Because like you're just never gonna get that up, up that close and those memories of seeing Paolo before he's played mm. a regular season game and Chet and Giddy together, like that to me is why I got into this. Yeah. Right? I love this. Um, all the tea and stuff is fun, but like the game is what I love. Your tea is really fun though. <laughs> like you've you've got a gallon of tea. It's it's she it's does. all really, really she good. Did, you need like, to come out with a book. Trista Crick has never told a bad story, like <laughs> ever. Um, uh, but she has had a bad take before. Kings play the Clippers tonight. Why? Mm. Why is your take on Russell Westbrook and the Clippers so awful? So here's the thing that I don't understand: is like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with Russ. Like, I don't. Like, that's that's the premise. I'm going to have to rewatch that video you posted again. <laughs> so my so gotta I, go in on Russ. I like Russ. I do. I just don't know. I would hate on... to see what it sounded like if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't know what he's doing there, right? Like, other than the fact of, okay, Lawrence Frank comes out, right? Lawrence Frank, GM of the Clippers, comes out and says, we want guys who aren't going to get played off the floor because they won't play defense. Mm. We want guys who play really well on the ball and off the ball. Mm. We want guys because the ball isn't going to be the ball is going to be in Paul George and Kawhi's hands so much, 60-70% of the time. We want guys who shoot. So, okay. It's a fit thing. Does that sound like rust to you? That's those comments of what they want in a guard. Is that rust? To be fair, it does not sound like Russ. Russ can shoot from the mid-range. Okay. Russ can shoot from so the mid-range. So when you are Lawrence Frank and you're like, I want guys <laughs> no, who like can be in the corner and shoot well, and be – that's not going to be Russ. He's one of the worst corner three-point shooters in the league. And it sounds very similar to what they said when they picked up John Wall. Like, we want an athletic guy who can – playmate get out in a transition and the john wall Kawhi, john wall paul george minutes were at best like a plus one net rating so why is russ and i'm not saying that russ has equal amounts of gas in the tank than john wall he has more gas in the tank than john wall i think we know that like he's played really excellent basketball this year off the bench but if you're saying we want russ as a starter which they did say and they also, before they picked up Russ, said all these things about what they want in a guard. That doesn't, to me, there is something suspect there. And when I say, what is Russ doing there? It's really through the lens of, like, that's what you said you wanted, so why did you go out? So, like, not saying that this is a one-to-one comparison, but it's like, I want a nice girl. Like, I want someone home to bring home to mom. I, I want, like, a, a really pure, down-home girl. And it's like, you got now you're dating the girl from Magic City? Like that's you can She'd date be her. Very nice. But she I'm sure she's nice. I'm sure she's in law school. I'm sure she's putting herself through law school. But like those two things optically don't seem aligned. So that I thought she was gonna go with a Kardashian, but she went with Magic City. I wasn't disappointed <laughs> in the analogy. I knew the analogy was gonna hit. So what Trista said makes perfect sense. Like that she, she makes perfect sense right there. I will say this. 
I think Russ, we both agree, is better than John Wall. All three of us, we agree yes. better than John yes. Wall. I think he's better than Reggie Jackson. Yes. And if you're ready to move on from Reggie Jackson and you're like, I mean, we didn't have to trade for Russ. Like, we can get worst-case scenario. He's better than Patrick Beverly. He's better than than other options. But I'm saying, at worst case, we could get Reggie Jackson type back. I think we all think he's better than that. Why not? Why not? Why not see what happens? Because I think they they were going to go to the finals with Reggie Jackson. So if you bring in a player that's better, slightly better, whatever, than Reggie Jackson, I don't think it changes the trajectory of what they could be. The only thing that I would say is that there is a risk in the sense that when Russ has been off ball, and I and I really hate it when people say, well, Russ has been off ball before, he can do it. Like, that is very infuriating to me because he has never shown – over a course of time that he's successful off ball as like a, a shooter threat when two guys are ball handling without him, right? Like that's not his skill set. That's not what he does well. He doesn't cut without the ball. It's never what he's going to do. He's kind of just stands there. So like if that leads to defenders collapsing on Paul George in high leverage moments or that puts more pressure on Kawhi Leonard because he's not a threat and defenders can sag off him or it messes with the flow, like we've seen with the Lakers, not to say it's a one-to-one comparison either, but there were some issues with flow with them in mm-hmm. the first unit last year, not this year. Like the, it could be slightly a risk to, the, depending on who the matchup is, mm-hmm. right? And so the, it's a pretty weak West in terms of like matchups, but I can see there being like a little bit of chemistry things, a little bit of attitude things, a little bit of friction things. That's just a risk. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But to me, it was just like, I guess, I guess that's what you do because Paul George wants it to, mm. to be done and he's lobbying for Russ and like, but in terms of what this team has said, doesn't really align and it doesn't feel like zero risk. Yes, mm. zero money. You're not paying him very much money, but the, the mm. threat to the locker room is definitely a possibility. Hmm. Russ ain't never messed up a locker room. Not one of them. Not one. He ain't never messed up a single locker room. I don't know about like messing up the like. I'm not talking about like a bad culture drain or anything, but just like you know how it is. When also, Ty Ty Lue will cuss his he'll cuss his ass oh, yeah, out. Ty Lue ain't gonna Ty have Lue that. Ty Lue is the. You're right. Ty Lue is the only reason this is not like wee 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 you know like you're like okay well mrs Ty officer Lou. what was that that's like, like alert that's like alert like alert break the glass oh, run away you know like like there is, there is an intruder in nope. the building there you know what i mean please be please evacuate the building wee wee you know like that so but Ty Lue brought Nick Batum as a small five against the Mavericks and totally changed the way that that series went, right? So, because I watch the games, we know these things and we log these things in our brain and say, okay, if anyone can do it, Ty Lue can do it. And however he decides to use them, I trust Ty Lue. We're going to see exactly what Ty Lue's made of now. I think Ty Lue's a hell of a coach. I yeah, do too, so and I always did. So That's a fat ass <laughs> lie, and you should be ashamed. I of always believed in Ty Lue. You, you've come around. Always. I have not always believed in Ty Lue either. Neither but when I. any any coach that's paired with LeBron, you you immediately say to yourself, "Is it him or is it LeBron?" And that's now what Mike we know dealt it's with. Him. Yeah, Mike, well, Mike, Mike dealt with the same. Thing. But look, to be fair, yeah. and Trista, you probably had this. You probably saw the same things I did. If you didn't believe in Ty Lue from the start. 
there were times after they won the championship where Ty Lue, I was just like, bro, what, what's he doing? Like with the rotations, like it's like what? This isn't the way to even compete against the Warriors. Like, what are, what are we doing yeah. here? Or anybody else? But since he got to the Clippers, see, like, there's a Ty Lue fan there. I'm a Ty Lue fan too. I'm a Ty Lue fan too, man. He's 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 done work since he got to the Clippers. No, 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 no! Don't <laughs> go over there. It's all right. It's a dog-friendly show. <laughs> I don't know what it is this week. Like, Will, Will Z's dogs went nuts earlier this week, and now now Trista's dogs are having a little Royal Rumble right here. And, and it's, it's all right. Dog-friendly show. It's no problem. It's no problem. If, if – not talking like number one seed, number two seed, what team in the Western Conference do you think has the best final 24-25 game stretch? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. I think what KD comes back next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know who I think actually will have the best twenty. This won't matter for them, but I think the team that could potentially have the best twenty three, twenty four game stretch for them is okay. Lake Show. Oh. Like I, I think they could end up making a little baby run, and I hate to say it. I mean, the way they played against our dubs last night, it was just never close, never in doubt. Yeah. They really did. They turned – it was almost like what uh, what our guy in D.C. did to turn Russell Westbrook into all those pieces. Like, he turned Russell Westbrook and, and some other guys into, like, you got D'Lo, you got My, uh, Malik Beasley, you got Jared Vanderbilt, you got mm. Rui Hachimura. Like, those are guys. This is those some of the guys. stupidest general managing decisions in the Western Conference in history. Yes. Like, Danny Ainge, what the hell were you doing? It's crazy. Crazy. Why would you do that, Danny Ainge? Mm. And he's like, I don't know. I just want picks right now. It's cool. Danny Ainge, I, no one can convince me Danny Ainge wasn't paying off a bet. Like, he lost yeah. a bet, bet on the golf course yeah, yeah, to Rob yeah. Palenka <laughs> and had to do that deal. Because that deal was way too beneficial for the Lakers. Way too beneficial. Way too beneficial. Yeah. Makes no sense. So, yeah, you, and the fact that there were all these players that have already kind of played together in the sandbox. You had Minnesota getting involved. You had Utah still getting involved. You had the Lakers still getting involved. And they've kind of like the players have been on all three of those teams in some form or fashion. And then all of a sudden Mike Conley goes to Minnesota, which I think is a good fit too. So I think Lakers will probably win a lot of games down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I think they have a pretty easy schedule. Uh, I think Phoenix is in the mix to have the a really good last 20 games. And then probably Clippers mm-hmm. uh, once they figure some things out. I am a little curious, though, because they've continued to say it's going to take some time mm-hmm. for us to acclimate Russ into our team. Believe it's going to get a little, it's a little rough to begin with. Because we're acclimating them. And I'm like, you got 20 games. All they meant was tonight. We're not going to be able to get it done the first night against Sacramento. But come this weekend, we're going to be hitting on all cylinders. That's how I took it. That's how you saw it? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. I I like the Bones Highland pickup a lot. I do, too. I like the Plumlee pickup a lot. I like the Gordon pickup a lot. Mm -hmm. So they added guys. They really did feel like, okay, we need to swing and we need to get better. Um uh, it's a shame that the Grizzlies couldn't have gotten Mikael Bridges for four first-round picks because that would have been really interesting, too. Uh, it's not a shame. I don't like the Grizzlies. I know you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> they can go to hell. Um, I think the Clippers are going to the finals. I do think that. Sorry, Denver. Um, and also, <laughs> Sorry, Denver. I've got a 
I've got a running, like I keep bringing this up, and it's starting to become less and less uh, tongue-in-cheek. Tristan, do you think the Warriors get 10 road wins this year? That's what are they at now? Seven. seven. They've got a road game, I think, against Houston, and everything else is against people at I the very least above nine. the plane. I think there was two, two cupcake ones. I think it's nine. Nine ish. Nine ish. Nine ish. That's that is back not to a... the nine. Back to the nine number for the R dubs. You mm. could so R dubs are they like done like done done? They're like to me the scary movie villain that you need to execute in order for them to not grab your ankle when you try to walk over them. Mm. To me, that's just a team. I don't trust to ever say they're dead. I just never trust it because they've shown me multiple times that when they've looked dead, that when they decide to turn it on, that they look like really formidable play, like players and teams. They look cohesive. Now, the decision-making hasn't been great down the stretch. Bob Myers does seem a bit checked out. Mm. He does feel like he's moving like on like Maya. And maybe somewhere good, right? Song. Like maybe. Great song. And and you've got Steve Kerr who wants a lot of Anthony Lamb minutes. Not sure mm. what the deal is with that. Clearly not on the same page. Probably could have gotten somebody in the buyout market that would have helped them in any way, form or fashion, besides just Gary Payton. So I'm not really sure. It feels like they're shedding money versus trying to get better. I'm I'm curious, are they like, well, we're kind of punting on the season a little bit? Because Steph's now gotten injured twice. And without Steph, yeah, maybe we get in the play-in and maybe Steph makes something happen. But they didn't the last time they were in the play-in. Yeah. I, what do you do? Like, if you're punting on the – like, if this – if this, if this, if they're a movie villain, they're, if they're Freddy Krueger, this is Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Yeah. We just need to put an end to this series. Yeah, like, this series – the series was done. We need to put an official end to this it. This year, this year, they're finished. They're finished. As like, we know it, they're done. Done. They're done. This year, they're done. They don't defend. Well, okay, well but enough. but is the is is the dynasty of the Golden State no, Warriors? No, because you got Steph. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm expecting Steph to come back. I like Andrew Wiggins. Kaminga's shown some things. Um, they they're gonna have to figure out what happens with the cohesiveness with Dre. They're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do with Clay Thompson because I think they're on the books for like. I think it's another like two hundred million dollar year. You think they have a new general tax. manager next year? It seems like I agree. I agree with Tristan. It seems like it. You know, it seems like that might be the move. So there's some tinkering that has to be done. But last year, the one thing I did learn last year is if you have Steph Curry, you got a shot. Yeah. So I so think next to- year they may come back to like being fringe contender. But um, this year they're done. They're cooked. Do you have to trade Jordan Poole? To me, and I put this out, I said, would you rather have Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins? Because I think if you're not a contender right now, you have to make hard decisions with your salary cap and your mm-hmm. luxury tax. And I think you could probably get a decent return for Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. So I would. I think that's probably a good idea. And it's not like his contract's crazy. Was he making like $24, 25000000 million a year or something like that with um, on top of incentives? Mm-hmm. So... If you're a team that needs a, a two guard that can play kind of combo guard, yeah, why not? Like, 
ship his ass to Orlando, see how he does mm. there with Paolo, you know, something like that, something to the effect of, of a place like uh, the Knicks, like the Knicks or maybe the Nets. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe you can get Cam Johnson for him. The Knicks. Yeah. Jalen Brunson, Brunson and Jordan and Poole. Poole. Throw RJ at the three. Okay. Do you like Brooklyn? I think them. I I think I do. Yeah, I think I do. Okay. Do like I, like I, I'm gonna give you the Kenny Caraway question. For the next three years, you can pick one. You got to ride with the squad: Brooklyn or Orlando. Brooklyn. Mm. See, I said up, Orlando. We'll, we'll, we'll get a little loft together because that's who I'm. I with. said I, I like said Orlando. Nets team. Yeah. The reason that I can't say Orlando is because Orlando has too many pieces that uh, that like are replicates of one another right they've got too many (laughs) no but they've got wings and and that's it's a wing driven league you can have too many wings but you can't have too many it's like what you can't have is like mediocre middle of the road point guards which is what they have right Mm. they have or they had rj hampton who they let go of which Mm. i thought was hilarious because of the whole davion mitchell cooking him thing (laughs) i was like goodbye bye bye rj chuck somewhere else um (laughs) But, like, they've got Cole Anthony, they've got Markel Fultz, and I like Markel Fultz. I like Cole Anthony, but do I love them, like, as the primary guard for this team? Like, no, I don't. But you love Paolo. I love Paolo. Love Paolo. That was the one thing that made me think. That's okay. Because I I thought you were going to go Orlando just because of how much you love Paolo. So, so me and, well, you said Michael Bridges. Me and Damien had a discussion last week. I I like Michael Bridges, too. I don't like him as much as Damien, and I feel like I don't like him as much as you. Like, yeah, I, I don't think, think anyone, almost, almost no one likes him as much as me. Ever since, ever since he went to Phoenix, and I love the fact that they snaked him from Philadelphia for, like, Zaire Williams, mm, um, that was tough. which was mm. happened on draft night, and I was there. Another I was like, oh, Philly. yeah. Love it. So, I mean, just somebody who's as long as him, who can shoot as well as him, but also is very dynamic on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Can like switch really well. It can like get deflections. He's just a really good two way wing. You have a ceiling like a ceiling comp. It's hard because he's not like a Brandon Ingram. That's not really like his thing. But offensively, he's always been someone that they didn't really want to do that. You have Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. He's like got the ball dominating there. Then you end up adding. Uh, Chris Paul and a bunch of like little pygmy shrimp guards like Campaign who want the ball in their hand, Landry Shamet. I, I just don't, I don't think his role him? is. Are you a pygmy shrimp point guard? Yeah, Campaign. He's a bucket, but he's a little pygmy shrimp over there. You can <laughs> knock him over with a feather. Um, no. You know what I mean? And like then you had eight that you needed to get touches to. So it was like, hey, Mikhail Bridges, we know that you're like, you can score, but just stand in the corner. Just stand on the corner and wait for the ball to come to you. And that's he's so much more than that. And so we haven't really seen what his upside could be because he's been a defensive specialist and a corner three-point shooter. He basically like he basically had the role that LeBron forced uh Chris Bosch into. It's like hmm. you just you just hang out over there for a while. Hmm. And I, I think he's a lot more than that. I see I think I think he's a slasher. I think he's, you know, a catch and shoot guy. Yeah, catch and shoot guy. And he a can create. I don't see that's where we, see that's that's that's, that's, that's where we, we part just, ways. Because Damien, and this is what maybe what I'm hung up on. Damien said he has 
Paul George potential. And I said, he's not that. He's not Paul George. He can George. get separation, though. Yeah, I- I don't know. I think guys. I think I, I think offensively Paul George is really really high. But mm-hmm. like that is like the tippy top of what he could be. Paul like we can't forget Paul George was a great Paul George yeah. is really really good. Mm-hmm. Paul George was a great player. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I can see that in Mikael Bridges. Not he maybe 40 that, that, points the other that's night. It's a really mm-hmm. high offensive end, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's capable and mainly because of exactly what Trista just laid out like Again, it's 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 an it's a bit extreme to use the Harden leaving Oklahoma City comparison, mm-hmm. but I do think he's going to have that opportunity, especially these last twenty some odd games of the year, to really kind of yeah, since we're talking spread his wings uh, yep. offensively and kind of establish himself on that. He end will. He'll have the opportunity. And I think culturally, Brooklyn Brooklyn needs to know what they are, right? Which is you are no longer going to see yourself as a free agent destination. That's just not what you should do. Why? Why do I say that? Because I believe not only is it important to have, you know, sexy uh, names and, like, coverage on ESPN, but more importantly, I think, for Brooklyn, when you are opposite of the Knicks, right? Mm. And the Knicks are always going to be the main game in town. Facts. I think for, for Brooklyn, they need to know that fans – do not appreciate. God, speaking of not appreciating. <laughs> she's like, I don't appreciate you. So He's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed yeah. at all. Jeez. Teddy, why don't you be quiet? Oh. So um, I don't think fans appreciate not building organically because they don't ever really know when those players are going to leave. And they've already had that happen, right? Them getting collections of stars that didn't work out and then their yeah. cupboards were dry. Yeah. with um with the Paul Pierce trade. So and yeah. I and I heard it firsthand from the, on the fan when I would be there on the weekend. I said, "Why don't you guys care about Kyrie? Why don't you guys care about Kevin Durant? Why don't you guys care about James Harden? You have three of the biggest names in town and yet you do not care at all." And they said mm. they're not ours. Mm. We, we we just collected them and mm. they're probably going to leave. What do we have to be excited about? They're not a part of our community that we did not uh, birthed them. We did not uh, organically help develop them. They're just things that we've up along the way that have come here to sort of suck off of our culture and they're probably going to take our culture with them. And I think if you're Sean Marks, recognize this is a learning lesson. You have mm-hmm. Mikhail Bridges. Don't flip him. Keep him. Build around him. If the next disgruntled star that wants to come there, you say no. Unless they're like someone like Donovan Mitchell who's going to be there and build culture. Mm-hmm. Not a not a high-end first-tier star that's going to demand this and demand that, and maybe you're now a slave to what they want to do. What you said about Brooklyn is probably indicative of the the franchise. Like that's how New York looks at Brooklyn. It's not ours. Like they just yeah. came up from New Jersey. It's not ours. It's just a bunch of cultural appropriation. Over <laughs> that's, there. that's all. That's all, all, Brooklyn, it is. all of it. <laughs> that's all of it is. <laughs> yeah. Are we the only show you did today? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's love. Yeah. Are we really? Yeah, you are. Oh, that's, that's love. That's awesome. I mean, I had a an interview for my show for with Michael Scotto, but other than that, well, it was just you. Yeah, I got the neurovirus. I got hit with the stomach bug Oof. on Tuesday. Oh. Oof. Uh, I've been off. Keep yourself safe. I've been off for the last three days, but I feel good now. But I'm I'm uh, I had a lot of other things I needed to take care of. So yeah, just you guys. Oof. I make a point, no matter where I am on 
on the earth as long as I have Wi-Fi. I will pick up my phone and do your show. Your love. That's, That's love. That's love. Hey, we got to make sure Kyle doesn't get thrown off the rundown. Kyle quit. Well, Kyle flux. quit. Kyle, we lost Kyle. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, you guys got a pre-tape, Kyle. Yeah. No, you're just like, know. nah. nah. Tristan, we'll, before. We'll just fit in Kyle. Be, before before we, we let you go, I do want to say, I just thought about this. Like, the middle of April going to be here before you know it. Like, you need to start, like, kind of planning that right now. Yeah, we need to start talking about um, – I had a conversation yesterday with Mitch Rosen, head of our network, but also head of WSCR in uh, Chicago. And um, he was very interested, said he loved the Sacramento coverage. And I said, how about we try to figure out a way to do like a watch party for either the road games or we'll figure out an activation, as we would say in the L.A. world, so that we can we can touch the people. We got to touch – I like the fans. I like the chatty house. We can get a chatty house little thing together. We've got the perfect place. All right. Well, let's set it up. Thus why we missed the game live last <laughs> night. We've got the perfect place yeah, coming for you. Uh, we will have. I promise we will have all that set up by the time you get here. But you well, look right. like a million bucks, so whatever you're yeah, about you to do, cool. go you. have fun. I appreciate that. I love you guys, and I will see you next Friday.